I'm Erin Kraber. I'm a marketing professional with a passion for building a community of industry-leading women navigating careers and motherhood at the same time. Every week, I'll be sharing tips and tricks to help women grow their local businesses, build their personal brands, and be leaders in their communities, and sharing the stories of women who make it happen while keeping the kids healthy and the house still standing. This is a place for honest conversations among women about business and motherhood. Welcome to Motherhood Merged. Hey there, and welcome to episode 51 of the Motherhood Merged podcast. And as I'm recording this, the house next door is undergoing some renovations, so hopefully it's not too much noise coming through. We're about to have some new neighbors, and it sounds like they're having some demo done before they even move in. Anyway, I'm excited to be with you today. I'm your host, Aaron Kraber, and today is going to be one of the more tactical podcast episodes. But before I dive in, I want to give a listener shout out by sharing one of the reviews posted to Apple Podcasts from a listener. This one is from Shira Z Photography, and she said, So much great info. Loving Aaron's podcast. So much great info for moms and moms in biz, with a couple of exclamation points. Big thank you to Shira of Shira Z Photography for leaving this five-star review on Apple Podcasts. I do read every single review, and they mean a lot to me. If you can take just a few minutes and leave a review, I would love to share yours on the next episode and express my gratitude for tuning in. Reviews are the absolute best way to help this show expand and get in front of more women that can use my brand of support. I thought this would be a good time to do a follow-up to an episode from late August on email marketing. Email marketing is one of my favorite strategies for growth, but it's also one that I think gets a bad rap. I asked an important question in episode 33. Why are you afraid of email marketing? I shared some statistics on what a good email marketing plan can do for a business and then dove into three common barriers to investing in the strategy. If you haven't listened to that one yet, I highly recommend you hit pause and take that one in first. Because my intention with this episode is to expand on the idea of what to say. In nearly every conversation I have about email marketing, I hear many complaints from clients who just don't know what to say. It's easy to get hung up on any one of the barriers, but this is a big one. You can put in all the work to have the world's largest email list. But how will it serve you if you're paralyzed by the fear of what to say that you don't send any emails at all. You know I love a good system and a good strategy. I also like to break down these practices to the basics so you can take action in a more manageable and stress-free way. For this episode, I'm going to break down the second part of email marketing. So you have the start of an email list, or you have a basic plan to collect email leads, which was covered in episode 33. Now what do you do next? I want to quickly take you through a strategy that will provide a roadmap for the first three emails to send to your list. Get a pencil and paper ready, and let's get to it. Okay, friends, it's time for you to treat yourself. Better yet, treat your family to something fun from MeUndies. My husband's drawer is full of boxer briefs and every fun print they have, from avocados to unicorns and even the new Game of Thrones edit. My daughter lives in her Harry Potter pajama pants, and I'm completely obsessed with their joggers and lounge pants. 
and the material on all their stuff is so light and so soft. My description can't do it justice, so you're just going to have to try it for yourself. Whether you like it basic or like to take a walk on the wild side, Me Undies has something to fit every body. Get 20% off your first order with this special offer from Motherhood Merged. Visit AaronKraber.com forward slash podcast for all the information you need. One of the first things that need to be said anytime we cover email marketing is that permission is important. You do have to get someone's permission in exchange for their information. For the purpose of this conversation, I'm going to assume you have already done that. You've created a special offer or a discount or a chance at a prize in exchange for someone's personal information. It can be just an email address or more like a first name, last name, phone number, and email. You have your list together with this information and your email platform of choice at your fingertips. It's time to plan a welcome email sequence. Sometimes you might hear it referred to as a nurture sequence. It's a very simple system of three emails delivered to the same person over a week to 10 day period of time. This is the amount of time you have to get them hooked on who you are and what you have to offer. The first email will be the delivery of your offer. The second will be a story about you and your business or service. And the third will describe what's next. Now, before you start to panic, it's really not all that much content to come up with. And even the free email providers like MailChimp and MailerLite have free templates that are really simple to navigate. I recommend opening a fresh Word doc or a Google doc and crafting all three emails there first. Once you feel good about the content, then tackle copying the text into the email platform of your choice. Keep in mind that you want the tone of your emails to fit your brand, meaning you want it to be conversational, not too prim and proper if it's not your everyday voice. You also want to invoke some kind of action from the reader in every single communication. This is your call to action. Let's do a quick dive into each of the three emails and the content to include. The first order of business is to make good on your promise. In most cases, a customer gave you their email in exchange for something, so you need to deliver. That's email number one of the welcome sequence. If I drop my email on your website in exchange for a 20% off coupon, I expect that coupon to land in my inbox immediately. Same goes for opting into a freebie like a checklist or a how-to guide. You want to use this opportunity to deliver the thing, but you don't want to waste the opportunity with a one-line email. In addition to the promo code or the PDF file you promised, add a second paragraph of a few sentences that recommends a next step with a link or a clickable button. Your goal here is to make good on your promise and get the recipient of the email to take action right away. It can be a link to a recommended item in your online store, a link to a social media page with an ask to follow for more, or even a link to a blog post that could be a supplement to whatever the free download might be. I recommend this initial delivery to be two short paragraphs with at least one link inside. The first paragraph will open with a confirmation of their subscription with a brief reminder of what they signed up for. Thank them for taking the time to do this and provide any instructions on how to use what they're getting in return. Paragraph two is where you'll insert some details that has the reader engaged in the follow-up, using the promo code, printing the ebook, following on social. Email number two is typically sent two to three days after the initial contact. 
The purpose of this email is to establish your credibility and earn their trust. This is important because you don't want this to be a one and done. You piqued their interest, now reel them in with a personal story they can relate to. Explain who you are, what you have to offer, and why they need it, in that order. This is a great place for a personal story. Give them some insights into your origin story or something they can identify with that led them to you in the first place. If you own a children's boutique, maybe it's a story about your child. Or if you provide accounting services, you could consider sharing common mistakes you see people making with their money. I'd say three paragraphs max here. The call to action should be towards the end and tie back to email one. For example, you might ask for their feedback on the item they purchased with the discount code, or remind them to use the code with a link back to the store, or ask for an update on their progress with the worksheet or resource you provided. This email is all about you and laying the foundation for a relationship. Email number three is what I like to refer to as the what's next. It comes at the end of the week after you gave them something for free and established yourself as someone they want to shop with or work with in the future. So now you need to give them step-by-step instructions on exactly how to do that. I don't mean like a numbered or bulleted list, but a couple of paragraphs with the goal to educate them. Make it very clear and easy to understand. What can they expect from you next? Is there a program they can buy, a service they can book, a sale they can shop? This is where you gently, but also clearly introduce an option for the next step in the relationship. It's definitely not a thanks for your email, see you later kind of thing. This is where you put a little more information out in an effort to entice them to take the next step. Maybe they will and maybe they won't. But after these three emails, they should know who you are and what you do. You aren't done communicating with them, but now they have some context when your next email lands in their inbox. It's been said that someone needs to see things an average of seven times before they take action. You're already almost halfway there. What happens after you have the welcome sequence complete will depend on how you plan to deliver it. If you're using an email platform like MailChimp or ConvertKit, there are very easy to follow templates and tutorials to walk you through the automation sequence. If you can picture a flowchart in your mind from top to bottom, it'll look like email one, a pause for two to three days, then email two, followed by a pause of two to three days, and then email three. The benefit to using an email marketing tool is the support they offer and also the analytics they provide. You can track every action a person on your list takes, when they receive emails, when and if they open them, what links they click on, and more. That's definitely more than you need to know at this point, but it will definitely be a topic for another episode this season. My mission today was to give you some tactical tips on creating your welcome email sequence and also to give you a little confidence boost. If it's something you know you need to do, but have been putting off, no more waiting. Open a fresh Word doc and follow the steps for each email, and before you know it, you'll have a week's worth of emails ready to launch every time you get a subscriber to your list. I promise it's not as scary as you think. And if you need additional support with copywriting or setting up your email marketing tool, Reach out and I'm happy to guide you along. It's time for you to take action and grow your brand or your business with email. Thanks for tuning in to this week's episode of Motherhood Merge. 
I hope you enjoyed this conversation as much as I loved putting it together to share. If you want to know when a new episode drops, be sure to subscribe on the platform of your choice so the newest episodes are automatically queued up and ready to enjoy. I do have one small favor to ask. It will only take a minute and it will help this podcast grow and get in front of more women who need my brand of support. I'd be so grateful if you'd leave a five-star review and share this episode with a friend. Tag me on social at Aaron underscore Kraber with your feedback and I'll be sure to shout you out in return. 